Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. There's a lot of a lot of discussion around what should be allowed into Gaza, what shouldn't be allowed into Gaza. Dr. Eli Retig is the assistant professor in the Department of Political Studies at Barilan University. We wanted to chat to him about letting in aid such as fuel and other supplies into Gaza. Very good morning to you. Apologies for Friday. Uh, thank you for chatting to us this morning. How are you? No worries. Good morning. I'm good. So the the it's, it's obviously quite contentious because uh, at the same, you know, the more the pressure on Hamas and the more the pressure in Gaza, the more likelihood there might be of a resolution resulting in the is is of in the saving of the hostages. But how how does this get balanced in terms of what people need versus what Hamas is going to be? taking as they have been doing and using it for their goals? Well, that has been the main issue of uh, providing humanitarian aid into Gaza. The issue has never been that there are not enough trucks or not enough food or medicine coming into Gaza. The issue has mainly been logistical and security. A is to make sure that these trucks don't contain within them weapons that are concealed in the food and the medicine uh, intended for Hamas. And B, even if the trucks are good, uh, once they come into Gaza, you need to make sure that they are not just hijacked by Hamas operatives. Uh, they're not wearing uniform. It's very hard to tell whether someone uh, is a Hamas operative or not, whether he's going to take the truck for himself. So you need to monitor this to make sure that it indeed gets to the, to the population. It's not just used to sustain uh, more weeks of fighting uh, for Hamas and the underground tunnels. So how does that happen? The the trucks get inspected, I would imagine, obviously on the Israel side. Yeah, so there are two levels of checking. One is uh, the UN that does its own inspection, and the other is uh, Israel. The main issue, the main bottleneck is actually the UN, which does not have enough people and does not have enough uh, um, manpower and logistical Yes, well, they've to, lost quite a few to UNRWA, you know, when uh, you double up as Hamas, this is what happens, right? Well, yes, UNRWA is a whole other issue where okay, it's very let's, hard. Uh, let's put them aside for now. But uh, so, yeah. so, 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 so there is a bottleneck with the United Nations, what, not, not being able to inspect the trucks. Yes, and that, that has been a very um, frustrating point of contention that Israel had with the uh, international court ruling when uh, they gave um, uh, interim provisions that said that Israel needs to make sure that humanitarian aid gets into Gaza and Israel said we are making sure I mean there's enough trucks going in the main issue is with the UN logistics and um, once it's inside Gaza then making sure that it's not hijacked it, it has never been an issue of Israel not providing enough humanitarian aid it's mainly been a logistical issue and, and the bottlenecks um, and then once it's inside getting over the fact that there is no permanent infrastructure in place and you need to distribute it to two million people and make sure that everybody gets their ration and that um, even it's not necessarily Hamas in these kind of situation in war zones you also you always have kind of opportunistic individuals that hoard uh, some of the the aid and then sell it um, so you also need to make sure that that doesn't happen and Gaza is uh, is ruled by certain families uh, uh, more powerful than others that are not Hamas uh, members and you need to also make sure through them that it's being provided it's it's 
you need to do it through the existing social structure and for that you need to learn what the social structure is and and that creates a, a bunch of uh, a bunch of bottlenecks that you need to overcome it's not as simple as just letting the truck in sure wouldn't it wouldn't it benefit i would have imagined that when a country uh, goes into a, another country for example let's say the united states during the second world war uh, into germany or berlin whatever it was they would control the distribution points of aid uh, they wouldn't just sort of hand it over to to their enemy or to somebody hoping that it would get distributed fairly isn't this going about it a little bit backward well yes and no i mean this is an active war zone and if you have soldiers standing uh, in the same place and distributing aid they are a target uh, uh, uh. people come to them uh, for you know to uh, take the boxes etc you don't know if it's a Hamas operative or not no, true. that could be um, very quickly turn into a tragedy so um, the, the idea is that Israel brings it to um, trusted sources then you, you can argue whether these are trusted sources or not for example UNRWA whether they are distributing the food the way they want uh, UNRWA employees are themselves some of them Hamas operatives sure or working for Hamas operatives or being threatened by Hamas operatives. So it's very hard to, to get over that logistical issue. Has there been progress with the, the success of, the, of aid moving into Gaza? Well, as, as time goes by and, um, and people learn you know, the mistakes and you learn as you go, then yes, things are getting better. And uh, according to different reports, more aid is getting to the people that actually need to get it but also there's a price to it because it also means that at, at some point you need to release the valve and, um, and and that means accepting the fact that some of it is going to Hamas because otherwise it's being blocked otherwise it, it won't get to anywhere so you need to accept the fact that 10% 15% or some kind of uh, amount of the trucks are not getting to where you want them to get but in return the rest is getting to the population and and that's a price you need to pay. Uh, when it comes to food, when it comes to medicine and water, that's that's a that, that's a price you should pay, and that's okay. But when it comes to fuel, then that's a problem because fuel is dual use. Uh, fuel is also a weapon of war. Um, the Gaza population needs fuel. It needs diesel to power generators for the hospitals and for the water desalination plants and for the trucks. But also Hamas needs the diesel to power the ventilation system in the tunnels to manufacture rockets. And with the and with the diesel, that's a problem because you really can't let any diesel get to Hamas because that really sustains them for another few weeks within the tunnels. Uh, you, they can make new rockets with it, um, and that's where the main kind of points of contention rely to, to make sure that the diesel trucks don't get to them. Not a simple situation at all, uh, Dr. Lyretic. Thank you for chatting to us. He's a, an assistant professor in the Department of Political Studies at Barilan University.